Welcome to the 24th episode of the Cocktails and Culture podcast, where we enjoy some cocktails and have fun with the culture. Thanksgiving is here. It's insane how fast this year went. I'm still like, it's going to be 2020. It's going to be the roaring 20s in a a month and some change. So why not enjoy it? Now, as you all know, Thanksgiving personally is my favorite holiday because it's so straight and to the point. It's just about food, liquor, cocktails, camaraderie, community, and having a good time. So basically this episode, we're going to unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly regarding my favorite holiday. Now, the first thing you all want to know is what I am drinking. Thanks to a recommendation uh, from one of my favorite followers, and I use air quotes because she said I had to make a sweet potato cocktail, sweet potato, sweet potato, I'm sounding mad, like Southern, sweet potato cocktail. Um, It was consistently recommended that I need to make one by her for this fall holiday, and I finally got it right because... Full disclosure, I say that a lot. Full disclosure, motherfucker, it's hard when you go to the fucking grocery store and it says sweet potato or yams or whatever. A sweet potato is not a sweet potato. A yam is a sweet potato. Learned that the hard way. So, I actually made a sweet potato cocktail. And this is actually called the Southern Charm. Um, It includes the Thanksgiving favorites and fall favorites as well. Bourbon, sweet potato, simple syrup, maple syrup, and lemon juice. Now, first thing you're going to do, it's pretty strong. I don't know how, but I'm like feeling it already. But in a shaker, you're going to add two ounces of bourbon, uh, a half ounce of lemon juice, fresh lemon juice. And uh, I believe, I believe, sorry, that's not helping you at all. Uh, Half an ounce of maple simple syrup and then one tablespoon of the actual you know what, I'm going to say two tablespoons of the sweet potato simple syrup because I just, I made it with the actual recipe and I didn't like it, so I definitely tweaked it. So you're going to add two tablespoons of the sweet potato simple syrup. Now the sweet potato simple syrup is a bit tricky because obviously you have to cook the sweet potato first before you can actually make the simple syrup. So if you're listening to this podcast, this episode right now, before the holiday and you want to go ahead and make it then go ahead and make the the sweet potato simple syrup right now so depending on the number of your guests and who all you want to make this cocktail for uh one to two actual sweet potatoes you know how to fucking cook it throw it in the oven bake it get it soft whatever um once you get to that part scoop it at one part sugar one part water so if you had two sweet potatoes you know obviously two cups of sugar two cups of water base it all off of how much you actually need and then just boil that shit down to where the sugar dissolves strain it throw it in the jar wait for it to cool so basically it's it's going to be the exact same way you make any real simple syrup except for the actual ingredient you're going to have to just cook first before you add the sugar and water i mean it's worth it it works. And if you're cooking anything for Thanksgiving, the more than likely you have sweet potato and sugar 
and water uh, laying around. Now, this cocktail does call for a quote-unquote spiced rim. And normally, I don't go for all the pomp and circumstance regarding my cocktails, like all the crazy ass. Like, I try to do a little bit of a garnish, but I'm not making full-ass fucking orchids out of a orange peel. I'm not. Um, but... When you have people over, it's important to bust their fucking heads when it comes to just the food, but also the presentation. So why not give people some, give them something, especially in this age of social media, give them something to take a picture of, make it Instagram worthy. So we're definitely going to do this, the spice rim, um, excuse me. It's pretty simple. Two tablespoons of sugar, uh, one tablespoon of cinnamon, and one tablespoon of nutmeg. Just mix that up a little bit. You're going to take the other half of your lemon, rim your glass, and then just rim it with this sugary concoction to spice the rim. There you go. And then take the shaker from all the cocktail, from all the... I'm fucking out of it. (laughs) From everything you added into the strainer, which is your two ounces of bourbon, your half of ounce of maple syrup, and your two tablespoons of sweet potato simple syrup, and then you want to shake that, strain that into your glass. Boom. I like it. I'm a fan. And the one thing about Thanksgiving is... Everyone everyone pretty much has the same objective for the holiday. And it's not about... They're trying to make it about consumerism. And I'm not going to actually pull out my soapbox about it. But I'm going to pull out my soapbox a little bit. Don't let them take the spirit of Thanksgiving from us. Like, that's what they want to do. They want to gloss over Thanksgiving. Go straight to Black Friday and buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. That's bullshit. Thanksgiving is the one time where everyone really gets together and just enjoys each other's company. So... Don't let the man take away the time for everyone just to eat and get shit faced because that's what they want to do. Literally, right now, all the department stores, everyone's playing Christmas music and shit. And I'm like, let me enjoy this shit first. Let me enjoy the rest of autumn and then we can get to the whole ho, all the fucking hoes. Hashtag all the fucking hoes. So. When you have a really great cocktail, something really simple that everyone can enjoy, it's always going to be a hit. And also, this type of specific cocktail, you can actually make in bigger batches. As you all know, if you've seen an actual shaker, they can be as small as you want. They can be as big as you want. So you can make these two, three at a time, which you may have to do because it's really fucking good. As far as the bourbon, for this one, I used the rest of my Four Roses, but obviously you can use Bullet Bourbon as well. If you, I mean, that's the go-to bourbons pretty much bullet in four roses i mean those are like the most basic common of bourbon so they're like 20 30 bucks a pop so definitely go with that and it's going to be a hit it is now this is just going to be a shoot session for thanksgiving and maybe some tips on what to do and what not to do and things what you should do which obviously when i did a poll on on instagram in my stories at cocktails and culture underscore it's all the same you know you want to bring something you don't want to show up to someone's fucking home who has put all this time and energy unless they specifically instructed you but even still if they said don't bring anything it's always 
just a good gesture to show up with something. A fucking candle, a bottle of wine, a bottle of booze, whatever the fuck they know. And even though the liquor or the, the, the wine or whatever may have you may not go with the actual food they're cooking, they can use it at some other time. Bring something. Do not show up looking like the fucking Monopoly man. You know what the Monopoly man is. With the fucking pockets out. Like, ah, I got no money. Like, don't do that. It's mad fucking tacky. Especially if you're going somewhere where you're going to eat and drink as well. Try to bring something. At least make the effort. Always offer to help. Even though if you don't have any intention of actually helping, it's always good to act like you at least are offering to help. That's always my go-to. Oh, do you need help with anything? Like more than likely someone's going to say, no, I got it. But still you want to be considerate. Um, you always want to show gratitude as well, because if you're at someone's home and they've taken the time to actually buy the food and prepare the food and like play, you know, build the placements at the table and all of that takes fucking time and energy away from everything else they have going on in their lives, you know, time away from work their kids whatever may have you show fucking gratitude don't come to well this actually goes along with the don'ts but you don't want to show up to someone's thanksgiving you know dinner with just some sense of entitlement be thankful and that's what the holiday actually is about and has nothing to do with your you know political affiliation even though some of the fuckers will make it about it but even though it has nothing to do with your political affiliation or your religion, it's just about being thankful for what you have. And if you were able to get up today and wipe your own ass, you got at least a couple things to be thankful for. You always want to be positive. You know, even if the cook fucks up and burns the food, don't be a fucking Debbie Downer. Have a good fucking time. Enjoy the shit. You also want to dress... Okay, this is the one. Excuse me. You can tell I'm in the holiday spirit because I took a sip and I said, excuse me, instead of just drinking. Dress fucking appropriate. I know I've seen the memes. What are y'all going to wear when you just go to someone's living room for Thursday? Okay, I get it. But if someone's cooking and hopefully the person's home you're going to, they don't have fucking paper plates and not to paper plate shame, but my mom has it has this amazing set of china she's gotten from her mom and that was what she put out for special occasions i.e the holidays so if i'm eating off of like gold rim china and drinking out of crystal i'm not gonna fucking show up in a hoodie it's just rude put on a fucking sweater throw on a button up knock it out like, and I'm dating myself a lot, but I don't know how many times I've looked up at Thanksgiving. It's only been a couple of times because my mom, like, really nipped that shit in the bud early. Motherfucker showing up to our house in, like, a basketball jersey. Like, you're not doing that. Like, we, we got candles lit here. Actually, I'm going to post some, like, throwback photos of, like, the setup that uh, we used to have for Thanksgiving. I'll post them. If you're listening to the to the Instagram page, excuse me, if you're listening to the podcast, at Cocktails and Culture underscore, you can go ahead and go on the IG page, go on the stories, I'll, I will have posted them by now, um, but we have a nice, we always have a setup, and we always have beer, and we always have a good punch, which, 
the punch we're not gonna do yet we'll do in december but we'll we always have a you know wine liquor whatever you want kool-aid water whatever the fuck pop is pop not soda so and especially as a host you want to be accommodating as well so these dues aren't just for people who are attending someone else's thanksgiving dinner also if you're hosting as well you want to be accommodating don't invite people over and say this is what i have don't invite people over and you only bought a 12 pack of beer that's fucking rude and now you have to send someone out to the fucking seedy ass gas station for some overpriced beer because that's the only thing that's open right now be considerate have more than enough and if money's tight and you don't have the ability to really host a full thanksgiving the way that you want then just don't or just don't invite fucking people over like as of right now my thanksgiving dinner is going to just be my husband and i but i am preparing myself for anyone to show up facts if someone hits me up hey what are you guys doing are you cooking can i come by yep because guess what last year that's exactly what the fuck happened people stopped by and i want to make sure i have enough food and have enough drink whatever come over fuck it have enough food and drink for your guests just be accommodating not everyone likes what you like not everyone drinks what you drink whatever may have you now whatever your menu is is going to be fucking that now if you're a vegan and you decide to just drop by my home well i don't know what the fuck else to tell you because my brussels sprouts are going to have bacon bits in them my double baked mashed potatoes will be made with milk you know I, you can have some asparagus, but it's going to have butter. I'm just giving you my full menu right now. Like, that's what I'm making. Also, when you open your home to people, and this goes back to the previous episode I've done before, just being a really good host. If you're going to open your home, open your fucking home. Don't give these people a list of, well, you can't go on, you can't do this, you can't. Fuck that. Expect to have people over and enjoy have a good fucking time that's it now what should you not do and this goes along with bringing something don't come fucking empty-handed i don't care like i one of my i have a party every year and we'll talk about that in a later episode um but the group of people that attend this party is always as little as like seven or eight and as many as like 30 it's fucking insane and literally there was a gentleman that showed up with nothing and i didn't even know him he was a friend of a friend i didn't know this person but he showed up and i literally put him on blast you're not gonna fucking walk in here and i've been cooking this whole fucking time and i'm making fucking drinks and you didn't bring that one fucking thing a bottle of bourbon literally cost like 25 dollars and if you're coming somewhere and you're eating $50 in food and drinking $20 in liquor you couldn't put in, bring something, anything, any fucking thing. I am just of that generation where you just don't, fuck that, that's that's a cop up because I know many of my peers who do the same shit. I just don't believe in showing, showing up to someone's house to eat and drink and like carry on with just nothing. Um... Another don't is bringing extra people. I don't give a fuck. Like me, and I've hosted Thanksgiving, especially back in Indiana at my mom's house where it's way bigger. And it's just always a fucking shit show. And it's a great time. 
but don't bring extra people. Now, if you want to bring a plus one, I get it. Don't show up with two or three motherfuckers. Like, is this your family? Like, am I at the soup kitchen? Because I did that in the morning. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Do not bring a bunch of people. If you got a plus one, bring a plus one. I know so many people that have showed up to Thanksgivings. And now, full disclosure, let me let me go ahead and put a pause and sidetrack on this one. Growing up, my mother always hosted. And she didn't really quote-unquote host she maybe with the exception of like one or two years she's always cooked for my 18 years I've been alive she's always cooked for Thanksgiving and she's always cooked at our home and just so happens that my family because they know she's always cooking she's always putting out the spread my dad's gonna buy all the liquor we've always had a bunch of people at the house that's just what it is and so one year I believe it was 2010 it was Thanksgiving of 2010. She decided my brother was in the military, so he's overseas, he's deployed, and my folks are divorced at this point. So she decided she was going to go to Memphis with my cousin, and I had to work. So I said, you know what? I'm going to host Thanksgiving at my mom's house. Like I was living there, I, I hadn't moved out. This is my first, like this is like me fresh out of college, and I decided I'm going to host. I'm going to host Thanksgiving. I'm going to fucking cook Thanksgiving myself without her. Fuck it, I can do it. And I was 2010. Shit, I was 23, 20, 22, 23. Fuck, that's crazy. And I did it. I made and I made the whole shebang. I made the greens. I made the cranberry sauce, the full turkey. I made everything. And I put a feeler out. I threw it out there on Facebook. Instagram wasn't out yet. And I said, I'm, you know, at my mom's house because everyone knew where my mom lived. You know, this is back, you know back home everyone knows where everyone lived and I said I'm making Thanksgiving dinner you know everyone come out just let me know RSVP and tell me if you're coming or not and shout out to Ashley Dallas one of the uh she's like the white girl in in the inner circle so whatever she's always just been super down and she's not a hood she's just her whatever shout out to Ashley Dallas out of all these folks Ashley Dallas was the first one on Facebook that said, hey, I'm coming. What should I bring? And like maybe two or other people said they were coming. So we're talking about four people who RSVP'd. And I probably had about 20 people show up. On top of fucking randoms that I didn't invite. And by the time everybody started like really piling in, I was already drunk, but I was shitty. Like, just are if there's if, if someone wants a head count, especially at that evening, I really wanted a head count. This is my first time making a full Thanksgiving dinner by myself. My mother was gone, dad's not there. It was me fucking solo, and so I really wanted to be proactive. Say, okay, I need to get a head count. That way, I know how much to cook, what to buy. Four people RSVP. And 20 people showed up so don't just be random if someone's really asking you hey are you coming fucking commit either you're coming or you're not and if you can't commit then say hey you know what i can't commit it's that simple it's that simple i couldn't believe that shit and mind you not only was that thanksgiving a fucking hit but i passed out 
woke up the next day, couldn't find the fucking turkey for like a day and some change because I left it in the oven because I just decided not to like wrap it and put it in the fridge. So obviously it was dead and gone by the time I found it. So whatever. Also, another don't of Thanksgiving. Don't be too critical or don't complain. If you go to someone's house, once again, and if their menu doesn't meet your dietary restrictions, if you have celiac disease and you need everything to be gluten-free, but you didn't say shit before you got there and now you're bitching and moaning about you can't eat the fucking uh, algratin potatoes, fuck you. That's what they made. That's what they paid for. Now, if someone invited you a few weeks early and you say, you know what? I can't eat this. I can't do that. I can't do that. Put that in their, make it their obligation. If they're going to, they want you to come to their home. Hey, you know what? I can't eat this. You know what? I'm an, I'm allergic to peanuts. So if you're going to make anything with peanuts, you know, I don't want to be a burden, but if you are, I, you know, there's a lot of things I can't eat. Put that on them, but don't just show up and say, oh, I can't eat this. Fuck you. Why didn't you tell me? Or just bitching. Let me tell you. I'm not going to be specific, but there was a person who invited a family member over for Thanksgiving. And this family member complained so much to the point where this person pulled a knife out in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not being facetious. You know what? Fuck it. I'll give you the whole fucking disclosure without obviously releasing names or people so this person they hosted thanksgiving at their home and they invited let's say this person's name is palm tree here you go i'm looking at palm trees right now be jealous so this person invites palm tree over and say hey you know what dinner's at four come on over palm tree shows up at three Shows up at three with a frozen turkey and a bunch of kale. Person says, okay, well, there's nothing I can do with a frozen turkey at three o'clock in the afternoon. And I don't know what you want me to do with kale. And mind you, this is years ago before kale was even a thing. So because palm tree was fucking woke and ate kale and nothing else, whatever. So then person says, okay, well, I'll just throw it in my greens, whatever. I have a prime rib in the oven. Can you just... You know, in 30 minutes, take it out. Palm tree, within 30 minutes, looks at the prime rib and says, you know what? It's not done enough. And throws it back in the oven for like 30, 40 minutes. Ruins the fucking prime rib. It shit is like a goddamn old boot at this point. Just fucking leathery. So then the person takes the, takes the prime rib out the oven. Furious, but you know what? Whatever. And then the person tells Palm Tree, hey, I want to serve everyone. Can you help me serve? Because Palm Tree didn't offer to help, right? Because that's just whatever, right? You, you have to offer. Palm Tree didn't offer to help. So the person says, hey, Palm Tree, can you offer to, you know, can you, oh, I'm sorry. Can you assist me in like serving everyone, you know, helping me out? Palm Tree says, well, I'm a guest. So it's your job to serve me. It's like strike number three. So a person says, okay, serves everyone. Palm tree then goes to the dining area. And instead of just, you know, sitting at one of the, you know, assigned seats, palm tree sits at the head of the table. 
And person says, that's not for you. You know, the host sits at the head of the table, not the guests. Palm tree says, I am a guest. And then proceeds to try to cut the prime rib that was the equivalent of a Timberland boot. And as they're cutting the prime rib, palm tree says out loud, this is so tough and disgusting. I don't know what you did. So person pulls out a knife and says, if you don't get the fuck up out that seat and shut up. Sun's still up. Now, was person bad hood and thugged out for pulling out a knife? Yeah, a little bit, but I love him anyway. And was palm tree out of fucking line? Absolutely. I say that to say this. Be a good guest. Be a gracious guest. And as a host, keep your cool. And to the person who is that host who's listening, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Because the person who is the host is listening and they are not happy with that, but whatever. But don't complain. You're still in someone's home. You're still in someone's good graces. Behave as such. One of the last things you don't want to do, excuse me, do not get too drunk. Everyone has a story of a Thanksgiving where some family member gets wicked shit-faced. You don't want to be that person. You don't. Have restraint. Like, that was weird. If you have the urge to really get it in, just fucking celebrate Drunksgiving. The day before, that Wednesday, everyone gets it in. I plan on getting it in. Do it. But don't show up to someone's house, everything is cool, and you having to get fucking carried out like a groove from house party. Do your Googles, children. You don't want to get carried out of nowhere. You don't. You don't want to throw up somewhere. You don't want to get into a fight. You don't want to get bit by a dog. My uncle got bit by our dog one year because he was just him and my dad. Like, it wasn't even a real serious issue. My dad was just like, get him. My dad, the dog bit him. It was funny. But you don't want to do, just don't, don't do that. You have to practice moderation, even if you're hosting. I just told you the little story about myself misplacing a whole fucking turkey for like a day. I couldn't find the turkey. I was losing my shit. I checked the trash can in the house. I I checked the garbage outside. I was on the fridge and I was like, oh, I left it in the fucking oven. That's weird. Do not get too drunk. Now, I will openly admit to me being hypocritical because will I get pretty drunk this Thanksgiving? Yes, I will. But it's different this time because I'm married and I'm cooking. So by the time I get done eating, I'll be pretty drunk and I'll just pass out. My husband can do the rest. And if we don't have anyone over, we're good. But if we have company, you, you, you've got to just practice restraint and be a decent human being. You don't want to do that. You don't. And also... You don't want to be an overzealous guest as far as, I know everyone says mi casa es su casa, but it's not fucking es su pinche casa. That was excessive and alliterative, whatever. That wasn't alliteration. What was that? Repetitive? What is that thing when you say the same thing over and over again in different ways? 
I'll think about it tomorrow. Random thought. I fell asleep last night and could not remember what my tattoos on my back said. And ran, got up at like 3 in the morning and ran to the bathroom and like checked myself. I have a, tattoos all over my back and I couldn't remember what they fucking said. Freaked me out. So the people who have tattoos, do you ever forget what your tattoos actually say? Especially if they're not super visible. Like I don't have like thug life on my breast. But I have like tattoos and I'm like, damn, you know. That was weird. Anyway. I definitely want to appreciate everyone giving me time to get these episodes out just because once again it's not organic I'm not gonna do it and holidays this shit it's hard I'm out here trying to fucking work and trying to grind and trying to like not get a fucking fupa and also trying to prep for these holidays fun fact my father's coming in a couple of weeks so hopefully he'll get on an episode but he gets I don't think I'm going to be able to put him on an episode of the podcast because I don't want to offend anyone. Like, if I'm saying right now, I don't want to offend anyone with him, that lets you know how fucking bad he is because I'm fucking offensive. I'm not worried about his cursing. I'm worried about all the other extra shit he says. Like, Jesus Christ. But whatever. Fuck that. It'll be entertaining. Anyway, definitely appreciate the patience. Um... Most people go on hiatus, honestly. When you see shows or podcasts, like, from, like, November to, like, February, they're, like, MIA because they're living their best life and getting shit figured out. And I still want to crank out shit because I just want to do it. So, especially because I love Thanksgiving so much. I'm definitely the sweet potato, the Southern Charm cocktail. It's posted at Cocktails and Culture underscore. Go see it. I'm drinking all fucking week which i shouldn't but i will so i'm gonna post that cocktail now i'm gonna post another one tomorrow continue to look up the page right now this is what you should be listening to if you're cleaning getting ready for thanksgiving if you're cooking do that shit listen to this also tag me in your thanksgiving cocktails Or if you go to someone's house and they just gave you Crown Royal in a red Solo cup and you're like, what the fuck is this? At me. Take a picture. Tag me in the shit. Say, you know, a cocktails and culture. What the fuck is this shit? This is pretty trashy. What do you think? What are you drinking? It's all about interaction. Perfect example. I would have never decided to make something as field handish. Shit, get that part out as a sweet potato fucking cocktail. But you know what? It falls in line with the thing. And I'm doing it. I didn't say that. Jesus. I'm wrapping it up. But absolutely, let me know. And I'm at like 800. and I'm almost at like 870 followers. Like the goal, the goal for all of us is for me to get to 1K, to four figures by 2020. I think it's doable. And once again, getting followers just based off of actual whole content and not showing, you know, nip. It's a challenge, but I'm definitely up for it. So still appreciate all the support. Still appreciate all the people who are following the podcast who like, subscribe, rate, review every single time. Whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, like, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Let me know 
how I'm doing. And if you feel that I'm lacking in some area as far as what I'm saying or doing, DM me. Shoot me an email at cocktailsandculture1 at gmail.com. I am so open to constructive criticism and feedback. Constructive criticism and actual feedback. It's almost insane. Like I welcome that shit. I'm thirsty for that shit. I'm thirsty to let you to want to know what I can do in you all's opinion to be better. Also, I want to say a special fuck you to all the people who have DM me and asked me what's a really good cocktail to make for whatever the fuck. I have damn near 200 fucking cocktails on the cocktails and culture underscore Instagram page. Motherfucker, go pick one. Don't do that. Go on the page first, find one, make it. Now, if there's something you're specifically looking for, a perfect example. I haven't made a cranberry cocktail yet. At Tickle Pink, oh my God, I've been drinking, so I can't really say that. I can't spell it. It's T-K-L-D-P-N-K. Sorry, Kim, girl. But she made an amazing cranberry margarita. Like, I haven't made a cranberry cocktail. Like, if there's something specific that I haven't made that you want me to give my input on or give a spin on, then definitely let me know. But look at the page first before you DM me and ask me what cocktail you should make for what. The dumbest fucking question ever. I'm sorry. It's not. You know how teachers always say there are no stupid questions. They're dumb fucking questions. But I really appreciate all the followers, <laughs> all of the support. I always spend the last few minutes of the podcast episode just really like circle jerking because it's important. I really do appreciate everything, and I didn't think that I would still be doing this. We're damn near coming up to a fucking year. And I didn't think I would still be doing this this far. And still getting followers. And still getting momentum. And still getting feedback and support. So it's all based off of you all. Keep it fucking going. Let me know what you drink on Thanksgiving. The good, the bad, the ugly. DM me. Let me know if you have any questions, concerns. Smart questions, not dumb questions. But any like actual solid questions and concerns about cocktails and the holidays let me fucking know my phone stays at my hip to the chagrin of my husband so let's all enjoy the best holiday of the year thanksgiving and enjoy our people our friends our family our health and have fun with the culture this wasn't really culture related but thanksgiving is pretty culture heavy i think we've all have good memories of thanksgiving and what it means to us so have fun with the culture of giving thanks and have fun with the cocktails peace